Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Saturday, January 14th. Calm in the storm. Today's scripture reading is found in Jonah chapter 1, verses 7 through 9 from the Message Translation, which reads, Then the sailors said to one another, Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's draw straws to identify the culprit on this ship who's responsible for this disaster. So they drew straws. Jonah got the short straw. Then they grilled him. Confess, why this disaster? What is your work? Where do you come from? What country? What family? He told them, I'm a Hebrew. I worship God. He told them, I am a Hebrew. I worship God, the God of heaven, who made sea and land. This is God's word. Salts. That's what the word translated sailors, or in the King James Version, mariners, literally means. Salts. These were just salts of the sea, both young and old, no doubt. Salts have a certain reputation that's pretty much cross-cultural. Tattoos and rum and salty language and crudeness and coarseness in both manner and speech, arg, are what the hearers of this tale expects, particularly its ancient landlocked Jewish hearers. What else would you expect? Who else would be venturing out onto the waters of the great abyss other than the most crude and coarse of pagan humanity? Up to this point in the story, they haven't acted outside of their assumed character. They would know their way around a ship as well as around a ship in such a storm like this. They would no doubt be a superstitious lot as well who would throw dice as readily as prey to their gods. Though to be fair, Everyone threw dice when they prayed in the midst of life's upheavals, whether Hebrew or heathen. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord, says the ancient Hebrew sage. That's Proverbs 16.33. So the superstitious presumption would be more ours than theirs, since very few among us would throw dice to figure out who done it. The response of the original Hebrew audience would perhaps be, wow, even pagan salts traversing the great abyss of hell have the sense to pray and throw the dice. But it's what comes next, after the dice are thrown, that gives us the first surprising turn, whether to us or to them. Because once those thrown dice clearly implicate the passenger they had to rouse from the bowels of the ship, you might expect a quick slitting of the throat as they quickly dispatch the evident source of all their problems. But they don't. No, in the midst of thunder and lightning, the surging sea and the pounding rain and the rolling deck of that ship, they suddenly hold court in the middle of the hurricane, whipping out, as it were, their powdered wigs and then questioning Jonah like a witness on the stand. Confess, why this disaster? What is your work? Where do you come from? What country? What family? Actually, they don't even sound like prosecutors, more like investigators. So perhaps it's not powdered wigs after all. It's Sherlock's cap and pipe. Just what kind of salts are these? 
Bloodthirsty, banal, brutal, reactionary? No. They embodied reasoned calm in the storm, taking time in the storm as the ship has a mind to break apart to get to the bottom of this man's story. Calm in the midst of the storm. That's right, the part of Jesus in this story will be played by pagan salts. Or the part of Paul. Paul's story of sea storm and shipwreck is the other that should come to mind as we encounter this Jonah story. In fact, Paul's story took place in these very same waters we know as the Mediterranean and they as the Great Sea. Here was a violent storm that had that set of sea salts likewise throwing cargo and tackle overboard. Only there was no sleeping prophet in the belly of that ship. Only a Jesus-following apostle who could sleep even in the midst of such a storm, because he had no fear of it or in it. He knew where he was going and that the storm was just part of the journey. In fact, it would no doubt help him get there. So Paul stands among his circling sea salts, not with cast lots, but with an encouraging message that despite the foolish direction and decision of the ship's owner to proceed with the voyage after his clear counsel not to, no need for lots to determine blame there, that God had sent his angel that very night to assure him that all would be well and all manner of things would be well. Well, at least with all 276 souls on board. That ship also had a mind to break apart, and so it would. Now, let's all grab a bite before that happens. That was Paul. And that was these pagan salts in this Jonah story. Calm in the storm. I wonder if it's us in our storms, personally, collectively, culturally, politically. So as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, how readily do you find yourself being the calm in the midst of the storm for others? Or are you the one becoming as unglued as the personal, collective, cultural, or political ship that has a mind to break apart? Where does such calm in the storm come from? How do we find it? Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, of everything coming together for good, will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Lord, this reality in me, in the midst of whatever storm may be swamping our boat, personally or collectively or culturally or politically, let me be the calm in the midst of the storm, because I too know who I am, who we are, and where we're going. Be your mercies. <laughs>